This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Holdish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Rice is a star. That was the headline on my latest column, and those also go by the name The Whole Dish, published in the May 20th edition of the Mail Tribune. I was surprised, although I am an avid consumer of rice, amid the pandemic-fueled panic purchasing, that not a single grain of rice could be found in the bulk bins at the locally owned grocery store where I typically shop, save for green rice, jade green rice, as it's sometimes known. And probably the reason for that is it's several times more expensive than even basmati rice, which tends to be sort of the mid-range, I would say. It's actually dyed with a bamboo extract. And whether people know that when they look at it or they buy it or it just looks too weird or people weren't going to spend their precious grocery dollars on something that was sort of out there, I'm not sure. At any rate, I purchased some green rice. But it's one of more than a half dozen types of rices I would say I keep in my pantry because I do love rice. I keep basmati rice, jasmine rice on hand, brown rice for dishes when I just want a little bit more heft or going to stick with me a little bit longer and just sort of lend themselves to that type. Arborio rice for risotto, which of course is a beloved dish of Italy. Sushi rice, not only for sushi, but for rice bowls that have become popular widely across the United States, even at chain restaurants, and also a type that isn't actually rice at all, but an aquatic grass, although it goes by the name rice, wild rice. It's actually a native food to North America, and it's more expensive because of the way it's harvested and it's grown. But I have been using wild rice for decades, and I love it in one dish in particular that truly is a star, a star of so many picnics and potlucks I've been to over the years. And of course, when those kinds of events resume, I no doubt will be making wild rice olivo. I didn't have room in that latest column published on May 20th to share the recipe for this in print, but it has been posted to my blog way back in 2007, May 29th, 2007, one of the first posts to my blog really because the blog just got started that spring. And the easiest way to find this is at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food and select from the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page under archives and you go all the way down to May 2007 and look for the headline wild rice salad olivo livens up barbecues. Of course, this dish can be prepared anytime, but it really does stand out on a spread of macaroni salads, potato salads, so many of those widely circulated recipes. I credit Bon Appetit magazine for introducing me to this recipe when I was just in my early teens. My mom and I happened to be eating 
at a bistro in Coos Bay, where I grew up on the South Coast, and there's these old issues of Bon Appetit magazine, and we were leafing through them, waiting for our order, and we hit upon this recipe that just captivated me for some reason. I'm not sure why. I don't even think my mom could figure out my taste for Kalamata olives, sun-dried tomatoes, pine nuts were some of the main ingredients in the salad. And those were very, very hard to track down on the South Coast in the early 90s and very expensive. I remember we went to a couple of different stores trying to find what we needed for this recipe, which of course is much easier to assemble these days. There really is no mainstream grocery store that doesn't stock oil-packed sun-dried tomatoes and pine nuts for that matter. Wild rice as well is more obtainable, I think, at a more affordable price. And the original recipe called for all wild rice, I think partly to cut down on cost, but partly also to kind of just give this a little bit of a more bland backdrop and a lighter color to play some of these ingredients off of. My mom and I adapted the recipe to actually include some white rice. So it's a mixture of white and wild rices, which you have to cook separately. They cook at completely different rates and with different liquid ratios. So you need to have two separate pans to cook this in. You also are gonna want to roast your bell peppers for this rather than chopping up fresh bell peppers. And of course, using those sun-dried oil-packed tomatoes. Fresh tomatoes just don't play the same in this. This recipe really relies on those oily, caramelized, rich flavors with some accents of fresh herbs rather than the fresh produce. That's what really makes this. Similarly, it's got to have the brined Kalamata olives. Black olives just don't go. So if you're going to skimp on those other ingredients, don't even bother to splurge on the wild rice. This recipe really needs to be followed very close to the original in that respect. Wild rice salad olivo calls for one and a half cups uncooked wild rice, two cups uncooked white basmati or Thai jasmine rice. And this quantity makes a large batch. It'll serve about eight to 10 people as a standalone side dish, or it can be stretched among 20 or so people if this is served more like potluck style with several other options on the table. It calls for one red bell pepper, one yellow or orange bell pepper, 24 oil-packed sun-dried tomatoes that have been coarsely chopped, 24 pitted Kalamata olives that have been quartered, a half cup toasted pine nuts, a quarter cup minced fresh Italian parsley, a small bunch fresh basil that's been cut in chiffonade, several sprigs fresh thyme, the leaves only that have been minced. And this is optional and the herbs you can play around with a bit. If basil isn't in season yet, mint could be substituted in this. Fresh oregano could be substituted in this, which I have in my garden. Rosemary is a little tough and a little resinous for these flavors, but you can play around a little bit with a combination of herbs. I would steer clear of cilantro, would be overpowering and stay in that more Italian vein with the parsley and the basil and the oregano and thyme. 
It also calls for a half cup feta cheese crumbles, which was an adaptation that I added to simply because they're just so good in there. And my husband really, really loves them. He loves this dish, but he loves it even more if we have the feta cheese in there. The juice of four large lemons, which sounds like a lot, but you really, really need that lemony tang in this as well as a tablespoon balsamic vinegar, which is optional. I started adding that for sort of the sweet sour contrast. The original recipe only has the lemon juice in the vinaigrette. A half teaspoon paprika, again, optional, but it adds a nice savory note. I started adding that over the years, as well as a quarter teaspoon cayenne pepper just for that little kick. Salt and pepper to taste and a quarter cup good quality extra virgin olive oil. You want a fruity olive oil again to bring out all these flavors and add richness against sort of the blank canvas of the rice. Start wild rice salad olivo by simmering the one and a half cups uncooked wild rice in six cups salted water until the rice grains start to split and the white interior is visible. That takes about 45 minutes. It takes quite a while to cook wild rice. It's done really, really quickly in an instant pot or multi-cooker. If you happen to have that, I would recommend that for this use. Drain and cook the white rice. And again, that's two cups either basmati or Thai jasmine rice or plain white rice in about four cups of lightly salted water until fluffy. Allow both rices to cool. If you're trying to rush this, and I have in the past, you can spread the rices out on a sheet pan and they will cool much more quickly so you can toss all these things together. It also works well to cook the rices a day ahead of time and then assemble the salad the day that you're going to serve it with all the other ingredients. Roast the two bell peppers, one red and one yellow or orange. I definitely would avoid green here. The flavor just does not go. You need the sweetness, the sweet peppers. And roast them either under a high broiler or over an open flame, turning until all sides are blackened. Place them in a bowl and cover with plastic wrap and let rest for about 10 minutes until you can peel off the blackened skin. Remove the stems and the seeds. Resist the temptation to rinse the peppers because you're rinsing away all that caramelized juice from peeling off the skin. It's much easier to just take that plastic wrap that's been over the bowl or even a, a paper towel. Some people like to put their peppers in a paper bag and use the bag to pull the skin off. But some sort of mechanism that's not going to wash away those flavors. But plastic wrap that went over the bowl works well for that. Cut the peppers julienne. In a large bowl, combine both cooked rices and those roasted and peeled and julienne bell peppers with the 24 oil-packed sun-dried tomatoes that, again, have been coarsely chopped. If you can find julienne sun-dried tomatoes, which they do come prepared that way, you can just add them straight out of the jar. But if you find the whole sun-dried tomatoes packed in oil, you will need to cut those julienne. To the bowl, add the 24 pitted Kalamata olives that have been quartered, the quarter cup toasted pine nuts, and all of those gorgeous herbs. And again, the quantity of the herbs is somewhat flexible, but you do want a nice amount of parsley, fresh 
Italian flat leaf parsley, about a quarter cup that's been minced. It really carries the flavors of this, as well as a small bunch of fresh basil, cut in chiffonade, and the several sprigs fresh thyme, the leaves only stripped off the stems and minced. Again, you can also substitute oregano in here, even a little bit of mint potentially, if that's growing fresh in your garden or herb pots. To the bowl, add the half cup feta cheese crumbles and stir sort of gently. You want to come up under these ingredients with your spoon and just sort of fold them all over. They're delicate. You don't want to squish them and mash the rice. You just want them evenly distributed. To make the vinaigrette for this salad, juice the four large lemons into a bowl or a large glass measuring cup. Add that tablespoon balsamic vinegar if you want to use that, the half teaspoon paprika, a quarter teaspoon cayenne pepper if you want to use those, and salt and pepper to taste. It does take a good couple teaspoons salt. I would say you've cooked those rices in salted water, which really helps bring out the flavor, but you still are going to need some salt in this vinaigrette, as well as freshly ground black or I personally prefer white pepper. Whisk in the quarter cup extra virgin fruity olive oil and then drizzle that vinaigrette evenly over the salad and serve. If you still feel like it's a little bit on the dry side, drizzle in more olive oil. It can depend on how much oil from the sun-dried tomato jar that you're mixing. You can even drizzle in a little bit of that to sort of give it that little extra punch of flavor until you get the dressing to the consistency that you like even squeezing in a little bit more lemon if it isn't quite tart enough, and it definitely should have a nice lemony flavor. Make this a day in advance, and it stores very well refrigerated for several days. It doesn't fall apart like a lot of mayonnaise-based salads, potato salad being one, or kind of get dry like pasta salads often do coming home as leftovers from picnics or potlucks. I like to make extra of this, stash it in the fridge before we go to a gathering because it does keep so well for basically almost up to a week. That's wild rice salad olivo, one of my family favorites from the archives of my blog, The Whole Dish. That can be found at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food from my May 29th, 2007 post, Wild Rice Salad Olivo Livens Up Barbecues. And find more family favorite recipes, tips for warm weather cooking, and plenty more ideas for enlivening your meals at my blog, The Whole Dish, mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.